And I, for one, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Who? 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 Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey everybody, welcome to the Gentleman Overlords. It's me, your pal Andrew, and with me are my buds. Max. And Robert. The 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 boys, the buds. How you guys doing? The buds. We're doing good. Uh, yeah, the, doing good. The old earbuds, right? Because we're in their ears and earbuds are uh, headphones. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> I do. I, that's why I said it, I know it. Um, no, I know this is great. Keep going with this. Okay, uh, ear, so like, uh, were, the, were the earbuds, uh, the AirPods, the what's what's Ray J's, the Raycons? Uh, the, uh, AirPods works because we're doing a podcast. Oh wow! Over the airwaves and Raycons, like we're uh, shooting rays of Skywalker. Skywalker ray, rays of Skywalker. And I don't know about you, but I feel conned by episode nine. Right, guys? Wrong. Oh, yeah, really. they stole it. My childhood. <laughs> uh, guys, why don't we get started with some movies we've seen? Don't you forget about me. Look my way, girl. Something breakfast. Movies we've seen. And here we are in the movies we've seen segment with that theme song <laughs> definitely played. Uh, so, guys, what movies have you seen? Uh, I saw Blinded by the Light. Ooh, I wanted to see that. I thought you saw it. No, I haven't. I saw Yesterday. I think that's the... They came out about the same time, and so I think that they got. What's okay? I then I I'm thinking some weird. Maybe somebody else was telling me about it, uh, or maybe some of it uh, also applies to yesterday. Um, but I thought it was cute. I thought it was I thought it was fun. I thought it was a nice movie. Um, but there was some weird stuff. There was like they kept mentioning that uh, Bruce Springsteen was not uh, Jewish. This is, oh, maybe I should explain it for people who don't know what Blind Yeah, I don't Black even know is. what this movie is. Okay, it's it's this movie about a uh, Pakistani kid growing up in uh, England, and he's introduced to the music of Bruce Springsteen in a kind of like... I don't believe it. <laughs> uh, it rings a bell is with him. and a movie? Okay. No, nobody believes it. Uh yeah, people make fun of him because it's like made or born in the USA, not made in the USA. Uh, <laughs> <born> in, <laughs> yeah, the the song about manufacturing goods in the United States. Um, but it's it's a good movie. It's cool, and it's Bruce Springsteen's makes great mu- music, makes great movies based on his stuff. <laughs> uh, Blinded by the Light is an interesting title, I think, because uh, it's not a great song uh at least not bruce springsteen's version of it um man manford man i think does the cover of it earth man that's the version i really like exactly that one's a jam but bruce springsteen is the one who originally wrote it i kind of don't even know what springsteen's version sounds like Uh, (laughs) pretty much are you on the call 
It, it seems like... No, I, oh, oh, yeah, no, it looks like he dropped out, actually. Oh, no. Jeez. Yeah. It seems like Bruce's version is the cover, and I, I really thought it was until I looked it up after watching the movie. Well, there's, a, there's a couple songs like that. There's that, um, that like, Mama Told Me Not to Come, and it's uh, Three Dog Night, but it's originally a Randy Newman song. Oh. And he does like he does like the slow like Randy Newman version, and, and then the Three Dog Nights kind of like the weird like Mama told, and it's like a lot more you know, it's uh that's the more known one. Yeah, and I think Blinded by the Light has really like kind of crappy lyrics that just seem like they're thrown together to try and rhyme. Well, don't let's not go crazy. <laughs> and it works for Manford Manford Man and the Earth Band because they seem like some kind of hippie circus, but uh, <laughs> like it doesn't really fit. Uh, Bruce Springsteen and to name the movie after it when it's all about his lyrics really hitting hard and the, oh you're saying you're saying Bruce isn't a hippie oh he yeah I mean yeah he said the other kind of hippie I guess but like the calliope crash to the ground or whatever it's just not not good lyrics um, that's because he witnessed a calliope accident uh, in okay. Jersey when he was growing up got a boulder on my shoulder i'm feeling kind of older it's all yeah this is all from his diary yeah an over the shoulder boulder holder (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah but it was a touching movie uh about kind of like the kid's relationship or, or just kind of him learning how to to trust himself and how to interact with his family and stuff like that and it's it's uh it's good the the weird parts about it are that his dad keeps calling um bruce springsteen jewish and then he ke- like his the kid keeps standing up for him like no no he's not jewish like being jewish is terrible or something like that no you'd like him he's a, he's not jewish or something mm-hmm. it's strange it comes up about three times i think it's just kind of like was oh like, man, did that happen in real life that was like necessary that he probably identify that way it's i mean it's it's based off of an actual person uh who kind who exists is a writer somewhere um but and maybe that happened with his dad but it just seemed like a weird thing to include in the movie to me uh and i mean I, just the springsteen i think is where the the jewish part comes from it seems like it could be spelled differently like e-i-n or something like that like it's a jewish name but the fact that it's always used in the movie to be like why you shouldn't like bruce springsteen is the weird part it's At the like, end of the movie, they like someone's like, "We found his birth certificate. He's not Jewish." And everyone cheers yeah. and claps. Like, yay, we can like him now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the the other weird part about it is that, um, like, the the kid will put on headphones and listen to Bruce Springsteen, and he'll start uh, singing along to it, and people will hear him singing, and they'll join in and start singing along and dancing. People will be dancing around. But none of them can hear the music, but they're all on like they'll be doing a duet and one person will just like do the other line, stay in, in time with the music. And other people that are hearing none of this are just like dancing around in the background. So it's kind of strange. Hey, but, uh, hey uh, Andrew. Yeah, Rob. Uh, I don't know. If, uh, I don't know if Max has ever felt the spirit of rock and roll before. <laughs> <laughs> What's this? Uh, hey, but I don't know about you, but Andrew and I have both definitely felt that spirit. Our our toes have been tapping for a couple of years now, at least. <laughs> at least. I just got the spirit of uh, jug band music. Yeah, I don't, big, I don't know rock and roll. Big fish head for a long time, and now you're finally seeing what the rest of rock and roll has to offer. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I'm moving moving on up. And I like what I hear. <laughs> Might be something to this rock and roll music. Yeah, it's going to catch on. It's going to be big. Your, kid, your kids will love it. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll try both mixed together, rock and roll. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll play some Mega Man in Japan. Hey. Oh, hey. So the other movie I watched was Bombshell. And <laughs> the, you, uh, huh? the the uh, Roger Stone, not Roger Stone, uh, Roger Ailes. Um, yeah, yeah, Roger Ailes. Mockumentary. Uh, Mockumentary. Fox News. <laughs> uh, that one's really good. Is I it? would definitely check. Yes, yes, it is. And I think probably you <laughs> saw the first trailer that I saw, and that's why you really don't uh, want to see it. Because that's that was my reaction, too. Like, Bombshell sounds terrible. It looks terrible with the first trailer. And then I went to a theater and saw, like, an extended trailer. I was like, whoa, this doesn't seem like the movie that I saw in that first trailer at all. This huh. one looks interesting. And then uh, and then watched it, and I was like, wow, yeah, this movie's pretty incredible. And it has a like a ton of great actors in it. Uh, Shirley Stern is like kind of unrecognizable in her portrayal por- portrayal of Megan Kelly, I think it is. Yeah, she and, uh, that was the one that threw me off is like in the promos you can see like that's Margot Robbie, that's Nicole Kidman and then the third one you're like that's Charlize Theron like she doesn't yeah. look like herself at all. Did they use like for she doesn't or something? I think they did for a couple of them. Nicole Kidman seemed to have more of a, a like pointy job that I remember, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh and it seemed like they used prosthetics on other people. Everyone kind of nailed it too, except I think for the uh, Rudy Giuliani guy, I didn't really <laughs> necessarily believe was Rudy Giuliani. But they have some of the other ones like uh, Bill O'Reilly was in there, I think, and Hannity or something. But it's it's very interesting. It's it's you know embarrassing in all the ways that you hmm. the society is so messed up that. It's hard to believe that this stuff is going on, and right. they do a really good job of portraying kind of the 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 feeling of working in that environment where you're you're so paranoid that like you speaking up is going to be the end of your life essentially, yeah. and and that you will be ruined if you say anything if it ever comes back to you or if you you know you're you're kind of trying to play off of this stuff and like it, are there anyone is there anyone else who is your ally? everyone's kind of trying to keep the secret because they are in the same boat too, or, you know, they're trying to further their career maybe, or whatever. It's just, it's very, very interesting dynamics. It's a good movie worth a watch. If you saw the trailer, I saw you don't want to watch it, but it's way better than that. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking at the cast list here and it is a, an interesting cast move to put, uh, Richard kind as Rudy Giuliani. That seems like a, Mm. Yeah, he he didn't pull it off. Yeah, that seems like a weird casting choice, but yeah, this hmm. cast is pretty. This, it's humongous. Yeah, it's stacked, and it looks <laughs> like the cast is good too. So, yeah, yeah, definitely better than it looked in the first trailer I saw. Yeah, Rob, what about you? What did you see movie wise? Uh, I saw Ford versus Ferrari. Uh huh. Mm very uh, i had heard beforehand a very dad movie and it really did feel like that <laughs> a very dad movie <laughs> just like cars and guys getting angry around cars and then also some like fatherhood and then also like some racing and like some designing of cars and like 
men in suits like <laughs> talking about vehicles and stuff. Did anyone smoke a cigar? There was probably like some cigars and cigarettes going on and being like smoked and then like stubbed out in frustration around cars and stuff. <laughs> um, this review. No, is Jamie good. really wanted to watch it and uh, it was enjoyable. It was like it was cool seeing like cars. There was like yeah, there was like a ton of vehicles and cars and like a Smoking couple dads in there. And it was um, no, it was it was enjoyable though, and I could see why there were some nominations. But it was just there was something so just like, just like pure that movie about it. I don't know. It's it's hard you know, it's hard to to distill what I'm saying, but it's just like that's right. This scrappy angry guy and this dude who d- designs cars are going to get into vehicles and make a, a faster car <laughs> congratulations <laughs> I, give it, uh, I give hey, it I like, five I like, spinning wheels I liked it in Speed Racer <laughs> um uh, let's see we also you, watched did you, um, did you hear about the NASCAR driver oh what about yeah it? Kyle something Huh? Yeah, yeah, I don't know his name. All I know, I saw saw it on a video game site. Apparently, NASCAR, while they haven't been able to drive around in circles, have been fake driving around in circles in like online uh, competitions in the NASCAR game. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And one guy lost his sponsorship and is suspended because he used the N word. And like, I don't know whether it's the uh, pervasive, uh, terrible online gaming group or if it's like if you ever heard what was going on in a nascar car uh and all the like confederate flags waving around that right well, wait, is it like is it so wait is it he's an actual nascar driver but he's act, he's playing a video game version yes. yeah because, because then, like, is he like on mic or is he typing in the chat he was on mic he didn't i think it was that <laughs> he was typing um, he, it was that like he, they're doing like vert, like basically like the NBA is doing it too, where like actual basketball players are playing NBA 2K with each other and like that's being streamed somewhere. And it's the same thing with these NASCAR drivers. They're ba- they're basically playing NASCAR games and then it's being streamed and they are sort of like in like a live you know, like a, basically like a, twi- like a Twitch stream, I, basically. I think it's on ESPN though. Yeah. I, I, I just NASCAR was. There's, there's no glitches. And he's like, man, remember when I teleported through you and dunked on you? <laughs> yeah. like, but he, yeah. I think like he thought his mic wasn't on or he thought like people couldn't hear him. And so he just like said the N word and like everybody, like including other NASCAR drivers were just like, uh, what the fuck? Like your mic's wow. on dude. And so he, yeah, he got dropped. They're like, Hey dude, don't say that when the mic's on. Wait yeah. for it. Come on, brother. Say it like the rest of us right. when the mics are off. Um, anyway, so enough about Ford versus Ferrari and the lovely world of NASCAR. Uh, <laughs> I watched, uh, or we watched uh, Tangled and uh, Mulan. Okay. I haven't seen either of those in a while, and I think we were kind of in, or there's like a Tangled world in Kingdom Hearts 3. But how did you see Mulan when it's not even out yet? Oh. It got postponed. Yeah. Uh, I got the sneak peek. <laughs> I got Disney Plus Plus. <laughs> Double Plus. I love it. You had to I, pledge. I wanna, you had to pledge your loyalty to uh, the Chinese government to get that, right? No, I just knew Bob Iger was going to come sweeping back in the way he's doing right now, and I was like, <laughs> "I'm on board, brother. Yeah. Like, give me the hook for that new Mulan." Good time for him to come back. Uh huh. He's a hero. Um. No, I watched. Uh, yeah, I hadn't seen Tangled. I don't know if I'd seen it more than once or twice since like the first time I saw it, but um, yeah, I really enjoyed that one. It's really cute. Um. 
I still have never seen it. You should you should see it. It's good. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah I think you in, might like it. It's in my watch list on Disney. The songs Channel. are really good too. Good. good. That's one of the things I didn't really uh, dig about Mulan. I honestly don't really love most of the songs in there. Whoa! I watched it. Yeah. You don't like the the be a, be a man make a man out of you. That, that's uh, that's one of my least favorite ones. I thought there was one that was uh, like far superior to that one, but you, There's I, one about, I can't uh, even remember it right now. A girl worth fighting for? Maybe that's it. I don't know. I watched it once. I watched it after the hype, you know, like after long after people had already seen it. I don't know why Mulan didn't click. I think it was kind of in that wave after, uh, after my series of of um of movies you know kind of everyone grows up with a yeah a set of that's disney the max movies. series and so yeah that's the max series which includes like beauty and the beast little mermaid and kind of ends around the time of um and that john of lion, lion king <laughs> of course that's in there yeah um well speaking of max we also watched uh mad max fury road Ooh, sweet! Because that's just a that's just like a movie I will probably just always be able to put on. It's just so endlessly enjoyable. Love, yeah. love it so much. Another one with Charlize Theron. Wow! Yes. There you go. It's all coming together. Um, Rewatch Pop Star. Which one's Pop Star? With Andy Samberg. Oh, that's right. That's right. He's kind of like a Justin Bieber analog. Good, good. And then um, Kiki's Delivery Service the other night as well. Neat. Classic, classic uh, Miyazaki. I've been meaning to get a Miyazaki collection for a while, and I haven't. Gotta. Gotta yeah. do it, man. Um, yeah. How about you, Andrew? I watched Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, just like... Uh, so fun um it's it's funny seeing like people who are like you know chris evans has like a bit role in it Mm -hmm. and uh, aubrey plaza yeah aubrey plaza anna kendrick all these people who have like become like pretty major like film stars and tv stars have like like brie larson's in it and it's just like super yeah, Superman's in it too, right? Yeah, Brandon Routh is in it. It's like like the cast, like if you just, yeah, reading it out loud, you're just like, wow, there's a lot of people, but they all sort of have like smaller roles to like Jason Schwartzman, who like plays like the main villain in the movie. You're just sort of like, oh, right, there's all these very famous people who sort of play under Jason Schwartzman, who like is famous in his own right and like a great actor, yeah. but also like not the movie star that Chris Evans or... Uh, you know, Brie Larson or Anna Kendrick went on to become. Yeah, well, it's it's weird because, yeah, at the, at that point when it came out, it was just like Michael Sarah and and um, and the guy you mentioned who I already Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman, yeah, <laughs> uh, like were the biggest uh, of the group, and right. then now they've kind of been dwarfed. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The MCU. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's really fun. Uh, it's, we watched it on Netflix. I enjoyed it quite a bit and yeah, I'd say watch it. It's very visually fun. Um, if you enjoy video games or video game culture, I think you'll enjoy it a little more, but if, even if not, I think it's a very fun 
out outing at the movies and it holds up <laughs> yeah i think like there's some stuff like the fact that he's so infatuated with the fact that she had like a lesbian relationship at one time is like a little dated uh-huh. but other than that like i i didn't really find anything to be problematic or weird it was just like yeah and i think like the the visuals all kind of hold up in a way that like you know like when you watch like wonder woman there's like visual effects in that that don't hold up even though that was like three years ago i thought there were some of those visual effects that didn't hold up the day of it coming well, out uh, yeah 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 but what i mean is like this movie is like 10 God years old damn <laughs> <laughs> get get him, dog <laughs> um but like there's visuals in this movie like i said it's 10 years old and they still look good versus like mm-hmm. like you know like what i mean like a movie that came out more recently and probably with a higher budget wasn't able to pull off in the way that this movie that had a much lower budget and was 10 years ago did pretty well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, go see it. Let's move on to some TV shows we've seen. TV shows we've seen. We've seen. And here we are in the TV shows we've seen segment. Guys, what sort of TVs you seen? Uh, let's see. I watched um, Killing Season 3. Um, and it had some... More uh, Seattle landmarks? It did. It showed uh, Market Street, Limbach Lumber. What? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Wow. That's it's real. one scene near the end of the thing, but... It's recognizable. You might even be able to find your house, Rob. And how dare uh, you fucking do- they, me. they walk into Robert's. <laughs> they walk into Robert's living room. Now they know I live in a lumberyard. You piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you are a limbeck. Um, this this season, I think, was a bit of a, a dip from the first two seasons. I think the first two seasons were better. This one gets quite a bit darker. They doubled down on the child pornography, but it has some stars in it. It's got Peter Sarsgaard, Chris and Evans, Ke- Anna Kendrick. <laughs> Maybe not quite quite at that uh, level, but you mean um, Parallax himself? Or no, he wasn't Parallax in the group. What was what was his character? Uh, shoot, who are we talking about? Mastermind, Peter Sarsgaard, Peter Sarsgaard oh, in the Green Lantern movie. The Mastermind. Yeah. No, he, what was, dang it, I can't think of it now. He had some, like, ugh, I'll look it up. Go ahead. Sinestro? Who are you talking about? He was the, he was, he was the, like, the Earth bad guy in yeah, Green Lantern so, yeah, wasn't it? Wasn't it Mastermind or something? No, Mastermind is a Hulk villain. Oh. I'm was he in the Hulk movie? No. Um... Oh, oh, it's that guy from uh, Buster Scruggs. Dang it, yeah. Hector Big Hammond. Boy. Hector Hammond. Okay. Does he have, like, a name, like a villain name? No, because I think, like, I think he eventually fuses with Parallax in that movie, but he's he's Hector Hammond, and, like, I, I do you remember Robert seeing that movie in theaters, and every time he came on screen, the audience, like, burst into laughter? Yeah, it was just, like, the least intimate. It was so bizarre to have such, like, a... And, and like, and he was like pathetic. Like it wasn't fun to see him fighting him because you're just like, ugh, this nasty man. Just leave him alone. 
Sorry, Max, go ahead <laughs> about the killing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Peter Sarsgaard plays a nasty man in this one, too. And then Ka- Casey Jones is also in it. You mean and the actor who played Casey Jones from the Turtles movies? Yeah, the the one who looks nearly identical. Like, here's the thing. I think that um, Martin Scorsese did not need to put so much money into the de-aging of Robert De Niro. I think they could have just hired Casey Jones to play Robert De Niro because he looks a dead ringer for Robert there De Niro. I always It takes a, a, a second take. I always look at him again like, I don't know. To me, they're they're the same person, maybe 10 years apart. But anyways, uh, it's a decent decent season. Not as good as the first two, but still worth watching. And I'm curious about the third season. Oh, you said you were season. watching the third season. <laughs> yeah, third season's done. Curious about the fourth. I'm curious about what I thought of the third season. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious about the fourth season. Because I think there are only four seasons in The Killing. Yeah. Uh, uh, I also watched season three of Legion, which I believe is the last season of that. And... That show is amazing. I really do love it. I think it w- might be one, one of my favorite series. Wow. Uh, of all time. I, I think so. I'll, I'll have to give it a little bit of breathing room, but it's a lot of fun. It's cool the way they tie things up. It's all great. I like it a lot. Uh, so I recommend it. I don't want to say too much about it, except that it's a lot of fun. I think they do a good job with the stuff that they're given with like the most characters you're not going to know from the X-Men universe, but it kind of fits in there. And at the end, it kind of ties it in a little bit more solidly. They dance around it for the first couple seasons who Legion is, but then they kind of explain it by the end. And they of course hint at it throughout the whole thing. They don't, uh, they don't lie about it. They just kind of avoid putting any names to the characters. Sure. Um, and then other than that, I've been watching Jablinski games on YouTube. I, oh, yeah, Jack Black? Yeah. And his, his uh, ostensibly gaming channel. Um, and I'm enjoying it. Jack Black is um, really obnoxious, but in a way where you, it's still enjoyable. Like, because he's, I think because he's friendly. Okay. You know, that he can still do all those. If if anyone else were doing it or if he had any ill will, you know, it would just feel like awful attention grabbing stuff. But it's just kind of like a kid having fun. Yeah, he's a fun guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rob, what have you what have you seen? Uh, for TV, I've done. Um, I watched a little bit of that. um new one on Netflix called Brew Brothers. Okay. And it's uh, Mike Castle, who I believe is uh, um, married to Lauren Lapkus. Okay. And um, it's it's like a, a comedy about, like, these people, like, kind of starting an independent brewery and kind of the humor around that. Um, and I... I actually was initially interested because it had um, a cameo from uh, Mike Mitchell from the Doughboys and uh, Zach Reno from Off Book and a couple other kind of earwolf adjacent people, but I don't know. It wasn't really wasn't really my cup of tea. It wasn't. Uh, I don't know. I, I didn't love it. That's uh, too bad. Uh, yeah, it is too bad. I, I wanted to. I wanted to give it my support, but um, 
I also sort of via a Twitch stream had seen a bit of 90 Day Fiance, which I'm not, I don't really go in for the the reality TV, and, and it was, it sort of was playing on top of something else, but um, man, what a real depressing show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for, I'm, I'm certain in like in most, you know, things that there's, there's totally great scenarios and, and, and good stuff has come out of it. But um, yeah, I, I, it was just a lot of the time it's just, you never know. It's the people that are also willing to be on camera. So it all feels very played up and it's just kind of like, it's a lot writing on people getting married and staying together to stay in a country. It's, 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 uh, it's uh, a lot. Yeah. Um, I also watched um, one of the, I think it was the not the last season, but the season before last of uh, the Mystery Science Theater 3000. Um, watched an episode of that just because I, I don't know, I some of those movies are good enough to go back and have have that commentary over. Um, and um, the last thing I really watched, kind of TV wise, was uh, Birthday Boys, which is uh, definitely one of my uh, favorite sketch yeah uh, they just put that on on ifc right not the first season okay i like like all it's of course weird and there's some there's some issue that some reason that they can't um seem to do that but yeah it's it's uh second season at least is up there so i went back and rewatched that assuming that it wouldn't be there forever um and yeah it was a delight it's a shame that uh didn't get to go on it uh, longer because it was very, very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what did I watch? I watched uh, season four. They just put season four of Nailed It on Netflix with uh, Nicole Byer. Mm-hmm. And we went through that pretty quickly. Really enjoyed Nailed It. I, do you, have you either of you watched Nailed It at all? Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, fourth season was very fun. Adam Scott was a very fun guest judge. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Um, we watched the first episode of McMillions uh, yesterday. Have you either of you watched that? Uh, Jamie did. I have not. Okay, yeah, I saw something about it. Explain what it is again. It's uh, it's a HBO documentary about the the there was a like a a scam that happened with the McDonald's Monopoly game where like oh, yeah. this like for some reason this like group of people like only this group of people that were sort of associated with this guy named uncle jerry all won the million dollar or two million dollar prize and they were all somehow connected to this one guy so it's like this big like the fbi does this like huge investigation into it so it's i the first episode was very fascinating and like what a what a weird colorful group of people that they like interview and even the people in the in the bureau are like kind of mm-hmm. like you know like it's in the um the Jacksonville office which is they as they said like normally nothing happens here and for them to like bust open this you know big case was was pretty cool um so no, it kind of it kind of reminds me of that i think maybe it was a pizza hut or a pepsi or something uh-huh. uh commercial where they uh this is i mean it's totally different but it reminds me of uh this thing where they advertise you could buy a lear fighter jet or something for a certain number of oh, oh yeah. pepsi pepsi points and the guy uh found out he he like 
had money and owned an airfield or something like that. I don't know who it was, a pilot who uh, was thinking about, hey, maybe I would buy one of these anyways, did the math and thought, oh, you could get these Pepsi points for 10 cents each, and it's going to be less than buying the Learjet and tried to get, like, actually buy that through Pepsi points. It's one of the reasons you have to, like, um, right at the bottom, like, this is only a joke. Do not, you know, take this seriously. Oh, wow. On commercials because uh, he went through, you know, huge litigation. Well, that's like the the gag gift, like on The Simpsons, right, Drew? Right. Like the elephant? The, the elephant, yeah. You want the money. Yeah. No, $10,000 sure sounds nice, but I think I'll go for the elephant. Um, yeah, that's it for TV for me, I think. I mean, I've just been watching, like, like episodes of uh, Star Trek and other things, just things I've watched before. So, oh... The other thing I watched, there was a um, a wrestling documentary series called Dark Side of the Ring, and they mm. did an episode on a very famous or infamous wrestling tournament that they did in the ni- like ninety eight called the Brawl for All, which was a thing where like eight wrestlers did like basically boxing, and mm. it was this like hour long documentary about like what went into the decision to do it, why they did it, why, you know, like what happened, all these people who got hurt doing it because they're not trained boxers and Oof. fighters. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very interesting to watch. I, re- I mean, I, I was watching WWF at that point. So like, I remember the brawl for all pretty vividly. So it's very interesting to see the fallout and all these people talking about this, like very <laughs> stupid, thing that happened so um i think they put those on youtube but if not they they are on viceland and you can i think get it on the website or whatever but yeah it's very very interesting sounds crazy yeah oh sounds like a a a bad idea like a lot of the wwe slash f stuff yeah it's it's an especially bad idea because like it was just throwing people into not that like, you know, nor- like obviously normal professional wrestling holds its dangers doing anything in wrestling. But, but it comes with training. Right. But like putting them in for something that they're completely untrained for that people get hurt doing who are trained for was just like a, an, a bad idea on top of 10 bad ideas. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get into our main movie, which is Onward. Onward is streaming on Disney Plus. It is starring Chris Pratt and Tom Holland as Star Lord and Spider Man, respectively. Uh, Julie Louis Dreyfus and Octavia Spencer also in the cast. Um, guys, what did you think of Onward? I liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah Pixar, I, go for it. Oh no, I, I yeah, I enjoyed it. I didn't I didn't really have a lot of uh, context. I didn't really know what to expect going in. I, I really enjoyed it. How about I, you, Andrew? I was underwhelmed by it. I, I liked it uh, a fair bit, but I think maybe it's the, maybe it's like the, the experience of seeing it in the movie theater might have enhanced the movie a little bit for me, but uh-huh. overall, like I, I 
kind of felt a little underwhelmed by it. I liked it, but I think if I had to rank it in like other Pixar films, I think it would probably be in the lower tier of Pixar films for me. Oh man. Wow. These cars, huh? Uh, I, it's hard. <laughs> Excluding cars. Oh, I think it's love, like, you love the good dinosaur compared to this. <laughs> I, I actually do like the good dinosaur, maybe a little more than onward. I was looking at the suggestions. Oh my. Oh my. Rob's freaking out here. <laughs> uh, I was looking at the suggestions on, on Disney Plus of what else to watch. And I was thinking that I had watched every single um, Pixar movie up to this point, uh, for the most part, except Good Dinosaur. I was like, oh, hey, there's Good Dinosaur. That's like the one Pixar movie I haven't seen. And then they had Monsters University. I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't <laughs> seen that one. And they had Cars 3. And I, oh, yeah, of course I haven't seen that one. It's a. I realized there were a lot more Pixar movies than uh, what I watched. Yeah, I I haven't seen the follow. I didn't see Cars two or three, so mm-hmm. I can't com- obviously compare it uh, quality wise. That I I thought it was better than Cars one, um, mm-hmm. but I still like. Yeah, I think there's a certain level of quality that I am anticipating from, and maybe my expectations were too high for Onward, but it just didn't really hold my attention in the way that other Pixar movies have done. Mm. I I really enjoyed it, and I kind of thought that it had that uh, that nice Pixar vibe that that like the touching moments, and it had the the cute little details, I guess, like like when the the horn comes out of the dragon's mouth at the end, the or the bell, I mean, from the like the recess bell essentially yeah. coming out of the dragon's mouth, that kind of stuff. I don't know. I feel like uh, Pixar does that so well, and maybe. I'm coming at it from the other way where most most Pixar stuff recently has not uh, grabbed me uh, enough to like want to watch it. Like oh. I probably wouldn't have watched Onward if it weren't for the podcast. But after starting the movie, I was like, oh yeah, the, Pixar really knows what they're doing and they really do good stuff. But I guess they just come up with ideas or characters or, or like the look of them doesn't really grab my attention until I'm invested in the characters. And I, they do that so well that I end up really liking the movie, even though like for the first five minutes, they're showing these wizards and like uh, Cyclops that with a weird googly eye. And they just look so, so bad. They honestly, it just looked really terrible until they start getting into like the main characters who they, I think spend more time modeling. Yeah, that's fair. Rob, what about you? Yeah, no, I I in, enjoyed it, and I thought um, I think like if I mean we can we can get into like kind of stuff like that too, but like I think I did have like sort of issues maybe throughout with like certain kind of, kind of character design, but I think like ultimately like the world aesthetic, like the fact that it's a um, because the the thrust of the movie is I kind of explain is that it's like magic existed. There's all these magical creatures, and there was wizards that roamed around and and castles and forts and goblins and knights and unicorns. But at some point someone discovered electricity and it was easier than conjuring up fire or using, you know, magic to solve your problems. And that kind of modernized everything. So they have planes and cars and all the same stuff. It's just that magic has fallen to the wayside, but I loved that everything modern was still like a medieval aesthetic. Like there were, the houses and buildings had little parapets on the tops, the little ridges. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, or they uh, were made out of mushrooms. Yeah, or made out of mushrooms or stuff, you know, with like, uh, you know, had, you know, cobblestone kind of, you know, floors and different things that really kind of made it feel feel like a fantasy world. But in this particular sort of age for them, it was, you know, it's a, a modern, again, a modern kind of version of it. So I appreciated mm-hmm. that, like to, to what Max was saying, I, I think they they really kind of hit hit the notes a lot of the time. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I personally thought the. The story was great. I would probably probably want to watch it again, though, to kind of to kind of uh, absorb it again. But um, I thought there's some pretty good, some pretty good casting and stuff in it too. When I was watching it, I didn't really recognize any of the characters. I hadn't really uh, looked much of it up beforehand, uh, except for Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt stood out to be pretty much just him, but Tom Holland I didn't even recognize. Voice wise, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I think like that's part of it. Like I, the character design for me, like especially a lot of the background characters to me felt like discarded Monsters Inc. design mm-hmm. characters. Like it just there was a couple characters yeah. that like to me just sort of seemed like oh like what do we do with these? Like oh we have all these designs we didn't use in Monsters University or whatever, and so let's use these in here. And just like there, it, it was a little like because and i understand like you it's a fantasy world so you have these sort of like monster types and like you already had a movie with monsters so you can't help but kind of have similar design just because it's you know it's the the pixar aesthetic but like it to me felt a little phoned in just from like not the main characters i thought the main characters were both very unique looking towards other pixar movies but i think like there's like especially in like the group of kids that Tom Holland's character is like trying to invite over to a party earlier. Like there's one of them that sort of just looks like a character from Monsters Inc. And then like there was a character, I forget what it what she is now, but there's a character that just sounded like the recep the receptionist lady from Monsters Inc. The Hey boys, why don't you know like that that character? <laughs> I thought there was like a, a character in this that just like looked exactly and sounded exactly like her. Which like maybe yeah, was was like a throwback, but I it also could have just been like, this is a, a character archetype we have. Let's just use it here. It's a, it's a shared universe. universe. And she, yeah. she was like, oh, sorry. No, you're doing it. You're doing it better. <laughs> no, they're just like she was like, well, I'll go. I gotta go home. I guys, bye. And she opens the door and it goes into the monsters universe. <laughs> She's like, well, gotta go to my secretary job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> More proof. Uh, I thought it was really touching, though, like them, them on the Cheeto. Uh, his, I, I don't know. I cried a lot during this movie, uh, especially when he's he's talking about his dad and how he um, like didn't didn't go in to say goodbye. I thought that that was really touching. And then when his brother, when Tom Holland realizes that his brother has been doing all the things on his little checklist, of course, like, I don't know, Pixar knows how to do those notes and make them feel like they weren't written by a committee. (laughs) Yeah. They, I I will say like as much as I'm sort of, I feel like I'm sort of down on the movie more than you guys. Like I thought that movie was, that moment was really effective. Um, and like earned too, like, you know, you're talking about with Mm -hmm. in Pixar movies, like I, like they, the emotional beats in their movies, they do so well. And I think like, so he has this checklist of things that he wants to do with his dad and he 
is like crossing them off because they're running out of so the the basic premise of the movie is that they find this this staff that their dad had left behind they cast the spell to bring him back for a day it only brings back his bottom half and they have to go on this adventure to get a crystal to to finish the spell to bring him back all the way and they have to do it before sundown the next day so they go on this big adventure um and so Tom Holland's character has this like checklist of things that he's going to do with his dad because he never really knew him and all these things he wants to get done. And so as time is going by and his brother is like going on these like side, you know, things, he's like crossing things out of things he's not going to be able to do. And then, yeah, that moment of like realization of, oh my gosh, like I have done these things with my brother who has obviously been raising me since I was a baby um, was a very touching and very good scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, sorry. Go ahead, Rob. Oh, I was going to ask because I, I, just a general question because I didn't remember. What, what Was it established that the, did something mess up with the spell and that's why he didn't come back fully? Or was that like the point that like one of one crystal wouldn't have done the trick? I think it was that he wasn't because like the whole movie has been like, he's not confident in his, his ability as a wizard um, to fully commit to these spells. And like, that's sort of a thing that, that Chris Pratt is teaching him throughout the movie. Like even when he's, there's that part where yes. he's like sort of so making an invisible so bridge. Then he probably could have summoned him originally if he was like more confident, but by the end he is. It's yeah. Just, they had to find another crystal. I think that's, mm-hmm. I think that's what happened. I was kind of hoping that the top half would be able to stay for another day. You know how they only have one day. Right. Emotionally, it works way better, but you know, you're just hope you're you're hoping for it for that happy ending. Right. Yeah. So he's just well, like dragging Max, around. Max, that was announced. That's going to be a, a Disney Plus original short now. Oh, sweet! <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. Um. Did uh, you so uh, towards uh, jump to the end of the movie? So when at the end they the uh, the the what's the What's the character? Octavia Spencer, she's a manticore? Yeah. Yeah. So she tells them that if if they, or she forgets, to, she forgets to tell them that if they use the crystal, like a curse will be unleashed. And so mm-hmm. they unleash this curse. It turns into, it like takes all these pieces from their, like this school nearby and it becomes this dragon. Um, and And the dragon has the, their mascot is a dragon, so yeah. they have a little painted image of the the dragon on the wall, like a little uh, cartoon mascot, and it it pulls that to be its face, and they do a wonderful reveal where it, it's this big menacing dragon facing the other direction. He turns his head, and it has the cartoon face sticking out. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. very funny. They did a great job with that, and then the the eyebrows coming out, like breaking apart from the cement, like it's all uh, made out of cement and just painted on top. But the eyebrows pop out and turn downwards when it's looking angry. Uh, I don't know. They did a great job with all of that. That that dragon was so cool, and the fact that whenever it roared, it rang like a recess bell. Yeah, I yeah. thought was just too cool. Some very clever things. So at the end, um, Tom Holland decides like one of them has to stay and distract the dragon so that they can finish the spell and go say hi to their father. Tom Holland decides to stay behind because he's going to use the staff. He's the one who has the ability to use magic. And so he, he basically sacrifices his time with his father because as he says to Chris Pratt's character, like I already had a a dad who raised me, you raised me. So you go and say goodbye to dad. 
and mm-hmm. it was like I the 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 part that seemed strange to me. So, uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus uses the Manticore sword. She stuns it for a little bit, and then Tom Holland uses his magic to kill the dragon with the sword. And so Tom Holland, I, I guess, like this was just a like to me a visually strange scene where Tom Holland basically almost gets crushed to death by the pieces of the dragon. And as his brother, Chris Pratt's character has been like very protective of him, except for the end where he's like very entranced by talking (laughs) to his dad and his brother was almost crushed to death. And he seems to not care that much about it. Maybe at that time, at that point, he's, uh, Learned to trust his brother to take care of himself. <laughs> he, he yeah, well, well, I mean, I think there is something to that because that's part of it too. He's always like rushing in and being like, "No, you must do it this way," and it's like got to be, got to be both directions. Sure, I just like it was uh, for me. Like, I felt like there was a bit of a disconnect there, where like it, like he's almost like his mom's concerned. She thinks he's been crushed to death, perhaps. And, like, he's, like, struggling. Like, I know he's, like, fine. He's, like, struggling to, like, look and see his brother. So there wasn't, like, imminent danger for him. It wasn't like he was trapped under a boulder and, like, suffocating. Meanwhile, Chris Pratt just, like, dead? <laughs> you know, but at, at the same time, it just felt like, does he not, like, did he not see this, like, big stone dragon, like, fall apart on top of his brother? Yeah, that's a, it is pretty funny. I hadn't really considered that, but... Also, the two of them could have, you know, walked over. It was kind of like he was blocked in that um, in the rubble pile from going to see his dad. But his dad and brother could easily have gone to the rubble pile (laughs) and they all would have, you know, been able to have their little uh, discussion with each other. Yeah. Oh, hey, nice to meet you. This is the reason why I set up the spell was to see my son when he turned 16. Right. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. Other than like I. I I don't want to be totally down on the movie because I liked it and I think like ultimately I would recommend it pretty highly but it just like I I think like I just wasn't as engaged with it as I have been with other Pixar movies. Mm. Maybe you should watch Cars three and then watch this one again. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> the masterpiece. Um, would you guys recommend people get on D plus and and give this a watch? For sure. I think it's like yeah this is probably good incentive because there's there's lots of good stuff on there anyway and uh yeah it's it's a new one and i think i don't know i think this is going to find its audience i think you know like everything else it's it had a sort of digital almost exclusively did it even did it actually did it get a theater release it or no? had like a two-week run in the theaters I yeah think. So and I everyone think will probably it find COVID. its audience at some point i enjoyed it max what were you saying uh, nothing oh, okay. <laughs> actually. Uh, uh, yeah, probably shouldn't. <laughs> probably shouldn't. I'm I'm uh, taking the Joe Biden route. route. Okay, oh, I should, all right. I shouldn't say that. All right, all right. Future President Joe Biden, you mean? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I think that would be. Uh, anyways, anyways. Uh, my uh, time's up. My uh, time's up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, that'll do it for this episode. Uh, We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Whoop-doo.